Thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. Hello, everyone. This is Alicia Marshall. I am from Newly Awakened Ministries, and I am so happy to be with you guys. And um, I'm going to be talking about don't spoil your oil. And um, let's just go ahead and, and just open up in prayer. And I just thank you, Lord, for mm, that you are so good. And Lord, I just pray that you would anoint my lips, anoint my mind, and Lord, give me words of clarity um, so that I can convey the message that you have put on my heart. Love you, Lord. You're amazing. Amen. All right. Well, um, I want to first start out with uh, Psalms 92. You know, don't you love the word? Oh my goodness, his word gives us life and life more abundantly. All right. Um, so I'm going to start off with the first verse. It says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning. And your faithfulness every night. I I just want to stop right there real quick and just say, oh wow, there's something about acknowledging his loving kindness. There's something about acknowledging how faithful he has been every every night when you go to bed, when you lay your head on the pillow. Um, let's not forget to say, Lord, thank you for your faithfulness today. Thank you, Lord, that um, you saw me throughout this whole day. Um, you know, it kind of hurts sometimes when you do good things for people and they don't acknowledge it. You know, not that we're doing things for a thank you, but however, God deserves all praise and all glory and honor. And and we should always have a grateful heart. When we have that grateful heart, it changes our whole perspective on life. OK, so anyways, um. So I'm going to skip down to verse five. It says, oh, Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand this. When the wicked spring up like grass, when all the workers of iniquity flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever. And whenever they talk about enemies, um, I, I don't really look at it as you know, the enemy, like flesh and blood, you know, like your, your friend or your, your whoever, you know, your family member. I believe it is like the enemy of our soul, the, the, the demons, the, the, the one, the, the, the devil, you know, he's him and his little demons are trying to always discourage you, always trying to put you down, always trying to tell you lies. And I believe that the, that the Lord will put a stop to it as long as we are walking with him. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep reading. And it says, for you, Lord, are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. And here's the, the verse that's coming up that I want to focus on. And it says, but my horn you have exalted 
like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. But my horn, and in other words, that is that means my strength. And it is actually a God-given confidence in his strength. Okay? So it's nothing within us necessarily, but it's our confidence in him that he exalts. Okay? And it says that you have exalted my confidence in you, Lord, my confidence in your strength, you have exalted like a wild ox. And I'm on it. I love that. And I want to talk about the ox because anytime the Bible mentions anything in the Bible, anytime the Bible mentions, anytime there's anything mentioned in the Bible, um, I believe that we need to stop and, and not just read past it, but like really research it. Look at it and say, okay, Lord, what are you trying to say here? Why, why did you mention that ox? Why did you mention that plant? Why did you mention that tree? I mean, if the mysteries of the gospel will be revealed to those who seek him out. Okay. So I did some research on the wild ox and it is so amazing what I found out. And I'm going to read to you a little bit what I wrote down here in my, um, in my notes. And it says the wild ox is an extremely strong animal capable of bearing heavy loads. Mm. Do you ever feel like you're bearing a heavy load? Yeah, I think we all have. Its greatest energy is put to the test when it is in dangerous situations. It is the only animal that can stand up to lions. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Um, because the adversary of our soul, the devil, he walks around like a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. Um, so let, let me tell you something really amazing about the ox. Okay. So the secret of the victories of the wild ox lies not only in its strength, but also in the oil that is deposited in its hump. You know, it has a hump back there. Back. Okay. So every time it is on the front, it, or every time it is in front of an adversary, it backs down. Okay. And although it seems that it is trying to flee, it is only making time for the oil from its hump to heat up and spread throughout its whole body, okay? Creating a slippery layer on itself, protecting it from the bites and claws of its enemies. How amazing is that? Okay, I mean, think about it. This ox produces 
oil through its hump. How crazy! And and then not only does it just just produce oil, but when it when it just steps back a little bit, and it just and it and it, it just comes and it just crouches. What it's doing, it's that inner that that oil is producing from it, and it and it then it just comes out and it just comes out all over his body and produces that slippery that slippery layer to protect it from the enemy. That is crazy. So then when so when the Bible here says, when he says, you have made my horn, but my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. My strength you have exalted like a wild ox, and you have anointed me with fresh oil. Oh my goodness. I mean, how that puts a whole new perspective on what this is talking about. Okay. Like he anoints us. He, he, he comes and he coats us and he just, he puts that layer of protection. But what does the, the ox have to do first? It has to stop. It doesn't just plunge towards the enemy right in in fighting mode it stops and it just stays still mm. and i believe that is so important of a, a lesson for us to take in because so many times the enemy comes they we see the enemy attacking our family and attacking you know all of these things and or or maybe they're Maybe are there some legal transactions or whatever that you are facing? And the Lord says, wait, 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 wait. You just shoo, hide in me. You just come in and you just, you just kneel before my throne. And then what I'm going to do is that oil, I'm going to just start pouring on you. And it's going to start producing and it's just going to Fall and it's going to flow all throughout, throughout you. And you're going to carry something with you for the battle. Okay. And so this is something else that I wrote. It says another important characteristic is its smooth horn, horns. Okay. They form a kind of helmet so hard that bullets or bites cannot pierce them when the ox feels tired it is able to generate more strength this attitude helps it to continue with vigor the ox isn't known for its speed but for the long haul of enduring hard work to push through the dirt the mud the muck and the grime of plowing, okay, that comes with it. So without the strength of an ox, there would be no harvest. Mm -mm. Wow. So, Lord, you, you have my, you have exalted my horn like a wild ox, and have 
anointed me with fresh oil. Mm. And I want to read another scripture here in Proverbs 14, verse 4. It says, where no oxen are, the trough is clean. But much increase comes by the strength of an ox. Okay. So where no oxen are, the trough, the trough is clean. Okay. So sometimes when the Lord anoints you, when you are plowing through things, when you are, when you, when you're wanting to make and reap that harvest, okay, and you're plowing and you're enduring and you're, and, and the Holy Spirit is moving through you, okay, sometimes things might just get a little messy around you as far as in the religious mindset. It does. It's not always what like, oh, you can't do that here. Okay. You cannot, you can't deliver here when that's going to get too messy. You might want to just like you do that outside the church, not inside. You know, we don't want to upset the newcomers. We don't want, don't be doing all of that. Okay. So, but you know, they might, the, the, some places may say, okay, we want to just keep it nice and pretty and organized and all of that, but it's much increase comes by the strength of an ox. And it's not necessarily the strength of the ox, like in us, but it's our confidence in God. It's our confidence in his strength. Remember, we can do nothing on our own. Okay. We can't, we can't raise the dead on our own. We can't breathe new life on our own. It's all from him. It's all from his anointing. It's all, it's, it's all from his, his presence. Okay. And it's only from him. And when, when we go out in confidence, we go out in confidence in his strength and not in ours. Because when we go out in our, in our own confidence, you know, I've, I've heard, I, I hear different people and um, people in the church, even not, not necessarily ours. I'm just saying like in the, in general, um, people will be like, oh, you got to have confidence in yourself, girl. You know, you got this. You are enough. You have confidence in who you are. Okay. Yes. And no. Okay. It's confidence in knowing who he is. It's confidence in God who lives in me. And therefore I can go out and I can, I can spread the good news. Okay. I can be a vessel of honor and, and take that oil, which he has which he has poured in me, okay, and then spread it, okay? Our oil was never meant for us to keep, all right? It's not like, oh, this is just for me, okay? Don't spoil your oil. Your oil is meant to, to be, to overflow. What does the word say in Psalms 23? It says, you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Mm. 
overflow. You need to, it needs to overflow everywhere you go. Overflow. When you go to the grocery store, I mean, let that anointing, let his joy and his love and his peace just overflow from within you on out to others, okay? And it makes me think of a story also found in 2 Kings verse 4. I mean, 2 Kings chapter 4, rather. And this is when um, Elisha had gone uh, to um, the widow woman, okay? Um, and they say, um, when research um, says that this woman was actually the widow of the prophet Obadiah, okay? And, um, um, and Obadiah was the one who actually said, you know, your heart, your pride deceives your heart. Hmm. And so, um, but let me just, let me just read this to you real quick. It says, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. And then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. You go get as many as you can. All right. Um, and then he says, go borrow vessels from everywhere. I just read that. Okay. From your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Um, and when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. And so she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. And now it came to pass when the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And um, when the vessels, when there were no more vessels, um, the oil ceased. So let me just, let me just backtrack a little bit where it said, when, it, when he said, go in and shut the door, what does that sound like? To me, I feel like this is symbolic of when Jesus said, hey, when you go in to pray, you know, go in, go into that place, that secret place, shut the door behind you and you spend time with me. I'm telling you, when we get into that place where it's just us and him he comes in and he fills us with his presence he fills us with his oil okay and we're not meant just to to keep it in our one little vessel but we're meant to say hey 
Go to the neighbors. Go to the people down the street, the people in the grocery store, the people at church, the people on the streets, wherever. Go and you pour that oil into their vessels. Wow. Wow, that is what he has called us to do. Lord, let our let our garments always be white and our head lack no oil. Not at one time. That's what that's what's found in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 8. Lord, let my head lack no oil. Let my garments always be white. How do we keep our garments white? Well, by the things that we watch and hear, we have got to be so careful what we allow in, okay? We can't just be listening to anything. We can't just be singing just anything. We can't just be watching anything. We have got to keep our vessels pure. If we want to walk in his anointing, if we want to walk in his fullness, if we want him to continue to pour his oil upon us, then we have to do our part. We have we have to spend that time with him. We have got to go into that secret place. And we've got to allow him just to fill us up with his anointing and we keep our garments white, white, no stain, no blemish. Okay. Now, do we as just humans, like, do we always just get it right every single second of every day? Um, not, I don't know about you, but I don't, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, we're, we live in human body, but but the word says in the Hebrew translation is you must immediately, immediately confess it. OK, don't don't waste time. Don't spend your time. You know, don't don't let the whole day go by without. And it's like, OK, I'll just I'll just repent of that later. No, you want to walk in the fullness every moment and every second that you can. Okay. So his mercies are new every morning. And you remember that whatever happened yesterday is in the past. Okay. Whatever happened an hour ago, it's in the past. All right. Whatever happened five minutes ago. Oh my word. I'm telling you, all we have to do is just come before him and say, God, I repent. And I just Make me clean. Make me white. Okay. All right. And there's a, a scripture that the, the Lord was talking about white garments. And it is Revelations chapter 3. Um, and I'm going to start with verse 14. And it says, And to the angel of the church of the, the Laodiceans, okay, um, Laodicedians is actually how you pronounce it. Okay. The Laodicedians, these things, I, these things says the amen, the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. Oh, I love those names of, of God. Don't you? <laughs> it says these things says the amen, the faithful, 
the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. That's Jesus. All right. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Mm. Now, all growing up, and I still hear it, you know, you always hear, oh, God wants us to be on fire, or if we're not, we're not for him at all. You know, he either wants us to be for him or against him, um, but no in between. He's going to vomit us out of his mouth, okay? And I remember as a little girl, I remember thinking, okay, well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense because why would God not want us for him? You know, the Bible says, I wish that none would perish, right? That's what it says. And so I'm like, that just, just doesn't make any sense to me. And I remember, like, I would ask Sunday school teachers or whoever, and they're like, um, I said, well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. And I'm like, some things just don't make sense. I mean, you know, you just got to, you know, that's what the word says. And when I got older, I researched it. And guess what, guys? That scripture, when it says, I want you either hot or cold, um, and if you're lukewarm, warm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Okay. It's not talking. It's not talking about, I want you <laughs> for God or not. And if not, what this is talking about, that, that's not even what this is talking about is, okay. When you go back and research what this meant, okay. Hot, the hot springs, okay. The hot springs of the water were meant for healing, all right? And the cold springs were meant to refresh, all right? And so his problem with this church, he says, I've seen your works. I've seen your works and you are neither hot or cold. You are, you're not, you're not a place that is refreshing people and you're not a place that healing is brought to people. Okay. In fact, you're kind of like, you're not doing any of that. And it is extremely nauseous to me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I remember one time I made a cake that, um, and I always use just like olive oil, or coconut oil, um, but I had run out. I had run out of olive oil and um, the cake called, you know, for vegetable oil. And I saw this vegetable oil up in the um, up in the cabinet and I thought, oh, OK, well, I used it. And when after the cake was finished and I tasted it, oh, oh, my goodness, it was so disgusting. My oil had spoiled. It was so gross, okay, because it had been sitting up on a shelf for a long, long time, all right? It hadn't even been used, all right? And I didn't even check it out. I didn't even look at it um, up until this very point when I, when I needed it, okay? And it had just gone stale. It, it, not even that. I mean, I don't know. What, what, is, what does oil do? Ferment or whatever? It was disgusting. Okay, let me just see. I literally like spewed it out of my mouth. Yeah, okay. So, um, God wants us as 
his temple, okay, to be a place that re that brings refreshing to people, okay, that cold water, okay, it brings refreshing or it brings healing. And God says, if you're not doing either, if you're not refreshing people, and if you're not bringing healing to people, then that is extremely nauseous to me, and I will spew it out so fast. That's scary. I mean, like, think about it. We've got to be so full of the oil. We've got to be so full of his anointing. We just walk in it, and it just overflows from us everywhere we go, everywhere, okay? And I'm going to keep reading, all right, because the scripture doesn't just stop there, all right? Okay, so it says, because you say, I am rich, I've become wealthy and have in need of nothing and do not know and you and do not know that you are wretched miserable poor blind and naked mm. i counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see as many as i love i rebuke and i chasten therefore be zealous and repent so let me give you a little bit of history um about this place, the Laodicea, okay? In Laodicea, they were pretty much known as um, the, the, the wealthy, okay? The wealthy town, all right? And they were noted for being a banking center, okay? And um, for the production, um, of a glossy black wool used in clothing and carpets and for producing a salve for curing eye disorders. Wow. Okay, so isn't that interesting? So Laodicea, um, they, uh, they had like this medical center, okay, and they created, they created this 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 salve this this um this powder okay and um it was like this phrygian powder all right and they made it for the eye disorders okay and and what jesus is saying hey look look what you need to do you may be known for curing eye disorders but i want to i want you to anoint your eyes okay i want to anoint your eyes so that you can see people through my eyes all right this is all good what you are doing you are you're, you're making production your 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 city is doing great financially okay but I am not seeing any fruit.
coming out any real fruit has that's bringing bringing healing to someone's spirit and refreshing their soul okay so and because of that because you're stale because you're lukewarm because you are shallow oh my goodness let's not be shallow christians let's not just be shallow go go through this life and like just with a shallow perspective and a shallow love for jesus he says come and be zealous for me all right all we have to do is repent okay and say lord give me give me a zealousness for you a zeal for you jesus and so i love it he said you know you go and you 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 buy and you trade and you do all of these things but what is really important why don't you come and you you buy from my table from my gold which i will refine you through the fire mm. wow and when he refines us through the fire then he he puts white clean garments on us wow i'll tell you no matter the price of whatever you have to do okay if you have to get up early earlier than usual okay just to spend that time with him then just do it it's so worth it i remember years ago probably uh 20 years ago something like that and i i would just i remember getting up and i was like fixing my coffee to you know spend time with the lord and i was so tired and i'm like yeah i think i'm gonna put this coffee pot back i i need i need to go back to bed and i heard the lord so clearly and he said you know my salvation is free but there is a price for my presence okay there is a price for my anointing all right in other words we have got to do our part we can't just ignore him and expect for his anointing to follow on us to fall on us okay we can't just ignore him and expect to be one with him all right we've got to seek him and he says when when you seek me with all of your heart then you will find me oh may we be people lord who seek you with all of our heart soul mind and strength and then he will reveal the mysteries of the gospel to us um i just wanted to share a dream with you that i had just a few weeks ago and in my dream in my dream i um i was in like a, a store it was like a thrift shop i think it was a goodwill actually okay and i had found this bag and it was this beautiful white bag and it was like an expensive like originally like a really expensive bag okay and i get up there to pay for it and um i had that and just like a couple little tiny tiny items you know 
and I get up there to pay for it, and uh, the cashier is like, oh, girl, uh-uh, this is, this bag is awesome, oh my word, what a deal you got here, okay, so apparently it was like a really, like, like I said, an expensive, expensive bag, okay, and for those of you who know me, I am so not that girl, okay, I don't need the expensive stuff, I am, I would not consider myself materialistic at all, like, I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that girl, okay, I'm just, I don't care, I don't care about a $5,000 bag, I don't care about a $500 bag, hey, I'll find a, a $5 bag, you know, that's really in good condition, and I'm like, yes, okay, thank you, Jesus, for my deal, okay, anyways, I'm just being real with you, okay, so, <laughs> so I know that this was a dream from the Lord, is what I'm trying to say, okay, so I get up there, and, um, and then, She's like, okay, that will be $52. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I was thinking it was $29.99. And she looks on the bottom and she goes, no, this was $49.99. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. I said, well, if I had known how much it would have cost, I probably wouldn't have bought it, you know, to begin with because I'm just, I'm thrifty like that. I just, you know. I said, but I'm so glad I did. It was so worth it. It was so worth the price that I paid for it. And and I remember I went out to went out to the car afterwards, and I couldn't find my car. And I'm like, oh my goodness, where where did it go? And then I re remembered, oh my word, I rode I rode here with with one of my sons. I have four sons, by the way, they're all adults. And, but anyways, um, I was like, I, I need to, I need to call him. And so when I called my son, um, he goes, mom, I was just waiting for your call. All you had to do was just, just call me. I was just waiting for your call. And, um, well, anyways, I shared this dream with my other son, Andrew, uh, the one who's the head over newly awakened and, um, the Lord just gives him great insight and um, um, dream interpretations and cool stuff like that, you know. Um, and I could pretty much, I, I, I knew what this, what the Lord was trying to tell me through this dream. And I was like, but it was the other part, you know, where Lord, um, you know, what what about where, where he says, I was just waiting for your call. And he says, you know, mom, I really believe that this has to do, like there's, there's a two-way um, meaning to this, but it also means that, that angels are at your access. They are at your access any time, night, or day, and all you have to do is just call on them. They're just waiting for us. They're waiting for our call, and they will come, and they will help us and whatever whatever we whatever we need they are god's messengers okay so remember that we can call we call upon the name of the lord and he will save us he will help us and i'll tell you no matter the cost no matter the cost of what um of what you've got to pay okay it is going to be so worth it it's going to be so worth it and so our prayer and it should be lord i want fresh oil 
Okay, you anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. I want to run over. I want to run over, and I want to spill out onto everyone around me. I don't want to spoil my oil. I don't want to keep it for me. I don't want it to go stale, but I want your anointing to flow through me. Every night, every day. I'm gonna just. So, God, we just thank you, Lord, that you are never too busy for us. God, you are never, you never slumber, you never sleep. But God, we just ask for fresh oil today. Lord, we, we want to have the strength of an ox, God. Lord, the anointing. Lord, you have anointed us with the oil of an ox. And you have given us fresh oil. So God, it's only found in one place, in the secret place. Thank you, Jesus. And in the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil, I now surrender. You are breaking new ground. So make me a vessel. Make me an offering. You want me to be Lord, I came here with nothing But all you have given me Jesus, bring new wine Out of me From where there is no Carry your new fire. 
To carry your new fire today. Remember, guys, it's only found in the secret place. His presence, His love, His light, His anointing. Make time for Him. May you be blessed abundantly today and throughout your week. God bless you. We love you. And we are here for you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's Feel the Flame from Newly Awakened Ministries. You can follow Newly Awakened Ministries on Facebook and Instagram. You can also connect with us through newlyawakenedministries.com.